Welcome to Girl Truth, What Lens Are You Looking Through? And part one of our season three finale, The Messenger, with Marmia Day. Hello, my name is Marmia Day. It is Autism Awareness Month, and I am angry. Now, to be fair, I also get really angry in October for Suicide Prevention Month. There's just something about the hypocrisy of professing concern for those like me when day in and day out, the barriers I face are largely unnecessary. That rubs me the wrong way. Like, you care enough to make an entire month for awareness, but you don't care enough to do the bare minimum. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You didn't do the bare minimum. You brought a billboard. And you're raising awareness. As a Philadelphian, I am also tired of hearing about my city's gun violence problem. When every single day I feel like the government and my society is trying to add everyone they can to it. My mother always told me, you can't keep pushing people. Ask the city how many open spots for Medicaid-covered mental health treatment there are right now. With no wait list, no spending 36 hours in the emergency room of a suburban hospital just to see a mental health provider. You know what? I'm going to make a giant list of things to ask people. Ask the governor if he's approved the autism waiver budget that um I've been waiting since quarter one of 2019. Ask the county assistance office how many times its system messed up people's addresses when they moved and interfered with their ability to see health providers. If the response to someone telling you they were kicked off their health insurance due to a glitch in your system is to just go, oh yeah, it does that a lot, you need to get a new system. High-risk pregnant women should not be having their OBGYN appointments canceled. Because the county assistance office reset their home address to the wrong city for the third time. That is not okay. That is avoidable and unnecessary. Next on the list, ask Keystone first how much money it saves from denying prior authorizations for medications people have been on for years. How much money does it save by making doctors fill out those prior authorization forms multiple times? Here's a hint. If someone with a doctorate's degree cannot fill out your form correctly to the point where you have a whole hotline supposedly to help them, it's the form that's broken. 
finally, since I'm added in on a roll, ask the disability office why you'd need a social worker to qualify for programs to get a social worker. By which I mean that the process for trying to get any help when you have a, a, a mental health disability requires you to have either your own social worker or parents who have literally nothing else to do but advocate for you at all times, night and day, over and over. In case it's not immediately clear what that has to do with gun violence, all of these are barriers to people accessing help and care. When you don't have help and care, you don't just stay the same, you get worse. And you get desperate. I'm approaching the fourth month of medication rationing, phone calls, and desperate pleas for help that I'm covered for. I feel more pushed than ever. I'm art autistic, but I'm not inarticulate. And at the same time as I wonder... How someone less well-spoken would be expected to deal with the frankly high amount of communication and executive functioning required to resolve these sorts of issues. I really wonder how they're expected to get help. And on top of that, how much I'm not capable of dealing with all that. Like, I am beyond tired. I am 26 years old in the struggle for my right for the option to survive. Not, not, not my right to, to thrive, my right to have the option to just survive. It's so far above my abilities to obtain myself that I cannot see it when I look up. It's gone. It's, 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 it's 20,000 leagues under the sea or in the clouds. And I ask myself a lot, is this the awareness is this really the best we can do? My teeth are cracked and shattered. My body is falling apart. And I've been denied access to mental health care and all care other than primary for four months and counting. I'm not seeing my cardiologist. I'm not seeing the neurologist. And I'm not seeing the sleep specialist. I go to sleep drowning. And I wake up drowning. With just a tidal wave of problems that should be easy fixes but that have serious consequences when they're not fixed. But there is a cost that doesn't just get washed away 
by a so-called resolution. For four months, every time I made a phone call, I did not have the sanity and the energy to spare to make. I wondered if I should have saved myself time and ended it all at the first rejection. I wondered how much of the money I'd gotten from friends and family to try to help me would have been better served towards my funeral. I felt so guilty when people stepped up when I couldn't afford the medication that I needed to just try to get through the situation. I felt so guilty that my loved ones that didn't really have it to spare were having to shell out $100 each month for my medication. Meanwhile, the entire situation has me suicidal and I'm just like, if if I lose, not only am I losing, because I, I don't want to die. I'm wasting. I I am dragging everybody down with me. Because a company with more money than sense. And a system with way, way more flaws than oversight. All because they are how they are. And they're allowed to be how they are. For four months, I generated four separate complaints that I will have to file if I ever want to be able to reimburse people for the money that they gave me for my medication. For four months, the very careful medication regimen that I was on, that I spent years building, was in the trash. For four months, I felt harassed. I felt, I still feel harassed and abandoned and attacked and angry. I am so angry. I am angry at the system so they can ask for awareness. And I'll give it. I am aware none of these politicians, organizations, or whatever really care. I'm aware there's no actual systemic support for people like me. And I will do whatever I can to make more people aware of that. Whenever, wherever I can. Until the day my heart stops beating or change comes. Thank you for listening to part one of The Messenger with Marmia Day. Please tune in next week as we officially close season three with part two.